The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Tyler Jenkins, joined with our host. We got Mr. Babyface Ryan Gilbert, and we got Joel Meyer, gentlemen. How the hell are we doing tonight? Doing all right. Just a Monday night. You know, got a case of the Mondays, as they say. We got a big, big 10 game slate on Tuesday to get through. So we're powering through here for, uh, for a show for you guys. Well, I got to go back to Saturday, of course. Uh, big game. Um, LSU Alabama game, but I was so fucking mad after that when Jaden Daniels got hurt in the last uh, quarter there, down down fourteen. The, the, the game was going to be close to the end if he didn't get hurt. Um, yeah, I was so pissed off for like an hour, but the that that's the way she goes. Like you need equilibrium, right? You have the good things to enjoy the trophies, the championships, the wins, and you need to be able to suffer the losses. That's that's how it goes. It can't be uh, light without the darkness, as they say. And I definitely experienced darkness on that Saturday night. Uh, the abs getting pummeled seven nothing right after was there's a kick in the nuts too. So uh, not a good time. But uh, oh well, that's that's uh, there's always next year, as they say. But fuck Alabama. Yeah, that was that was some tough titties all around for you there, Julie. I was feeling for you. But there is some good news, though, because what do we always say on this show? When the Bills lose, we all win. And when the Cowboys lose, it doesn't get any better than that, all right? So I feel for you. I feel for my man, Julie, there. He had a bit of a rough go. But for everybody else, we had a fantastic time. I was loving it. My buddies are – everybody in the like Ontario is a Bills fan, right? So I'm texting all of them, like, you guys are going to get fucking stomped this game. You don't have a single chance – you guys are going to get absolutely smoked. And sure enough, the Bengals came in and did what the Bengals do, baby. It took down the Buffalo Bills. That was awesome. Uh, I had a great NFL Sunday, man. Those last couple of games, I was absolutely killing it, especially at the 4 o'clock time slot. So that was friggin' sweet. And uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully things are looking out for my charges. Now, there's something I got to do, okay? The Leafs just had a monster win. It was an absolute shit show. They came back tonight. They just beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was 5-4 in overtime. That was an absolute mess. And I'll tell you what right now is going on. My Chargers are simultaneously playing the Monday night. They were up 17-6 to against the Jets. Jets just kicked a field goal. So, obviously, you can see your boys decked out here, right? Toronto Maple Leafs. This one's for all the viewers that we have watched. Watching, even though we have zero people watching the fucking stream right now, but this one's for my boys. Gentlemen, give me a second here. He's taking in the show. Oh, he's got double duty here. Oh, oh in the hat. Let's go. For anybody that's listening that's not watching, I just dropped the Nealander jersey. What was on underneath? I went full Superman. Philip Rivers even took off the Marley's bucket. 
threw on the Chargers hat. It's fucking football time. Let's go. Chargers, Bolt Nation, Bolt Man, Bolt Up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Phil Rivers, what a stud, though. That, that guy was the best. I know, right? 100%, dude. He's an absolute legend. 17, number 17. He's got like 12. He's got, I think he's got 10 kids now. He can, including himself, he can mm-hmm. like field the whole football team. How nuts is that? Yeah. All right. Let's keep this back. Uh, yeah, I guess so. No, no protection there, right? Eh? Uh, same like when he was playing days, no protection. Um, all right, let's keep this moving here. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Obviously, we got the NHL. We got a ten game slate. We're gonna dive into in a little bit here. Uh, it was an awesome weekend as well. We got the NFL. We got college football. You know, baseball. It's done. Nobody cares. We're done. Game over. We'll get back. I heard pitchers and catchers are reporting soon, though, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Right? Right around the corner. Always are. Uh, everything's going on. MMA's going on. You know, there's tons of stuff, dude. So you can M- NBA as well. So you can find all that at the SGPM website. Be sure to check it out. Um, read the articles. Check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey articles. He's absolutely always crushing it, man. They're good for the weekly stuff, so it's awesome to check that out. Uh, Fantasy Hockey is an absolute blast uh listen to the other shows as well check out the uh our boy jeff fox with the mma gambling podcast he's absolutely always killing it as well uh what else is going on here man shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord discord's doing some work in there baby we're having a good time everybody's in there having some good conversations we're posting some picks we're making fun of losers posting parlays you know what more could you ask for it's just a it's just a nice clean environment man so shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you're not making money uh if you want to get in there you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll point you in the right direction or you can reach out to the hgp twitter account our uh social media assistant producer Whew, this guy's been on fire lately boys you've seen some of the stuff he's been posting out there hey eh? what are your thoughts on those those ai generated pictures that we're rump- we're pumping through here just keep getting better up there I, i'm i'm shocked every new one is, is better than the last I love him. Uh, he's a very creative person, and this this AI thing is perfect for him. He, he said that it makes memes obsolete, and for his in his case, I guess it is that that that's uh, it's the new meme creation tool, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he did he went above and beyond the Call of Duty. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know you are aware that we've had somebody that has had to pay off a little bit of a debt, and it took him about all off season. But our uh, our social media assistant producer finally harassed this poor man enough to get him to buy a HGP Hockey Gambling Podcast sweater, and he went through with it. So shout out to our assistant producer on that one. Hell yeah! Uh, Gotta make sure he's, he he wears it and, and posts a picture with it though. He could, he could exactly, just, uh, that was part of the deal too. You got it, bro. You got to go Boston Sports. You got to go to a bar wearing the sweater and you know drink a beer and take a picture of it or some shit. That's how that works. Uh, so yeah, he'll help you out. He'll point you in the right direction. Or what you could do is, uh, Christ, you know what? Everybody in BC is on fire. You know my boy, my boy Jolie's killing it. My boy Morgan Riley's absolutely killing it. So what you got to do? You just gotta, you know, you just gotta be an absolute fucking beauty. And if you're an absolute beauty, I'm sure my boy Joel, who's an absolute beauty too, will be like, hey, you know, I'll call you up in your little beauty phones, and he'll be like, hey, this is how you get in the Discord, baby. So hell yeah. So as long as you don't hail from uh, the Alabama University. <sighs> I can't imagine there's many many of those people up there in uh in BC anyway. You know what? There is uh, one of the one of the biggest hockey schools is in Alabama. What's uh, Alabama Huntsville? I think is the name of the college. It's it's actually a really big uh, little hockey hub down there in Alabama. So shout out to uh, Alabama oh. Huntsville. I think that's the name of the school. I could be getting it wrong, but there is one in that state for sure. 
That sounds familiar, yeah. And yeah, if you're a beauty, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you're subscribed if you are not already. Also subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we're going live there for most shows there. You can get, get it in the chat. To have all sorts of questions and whatnot. So make sure you subscribe. We're listening to your podcast and on YouTube. All right. We're going to jump into our lock dogs and totals from last show here. Uh, another bit of a downer, boys. We're going to pick it up, though. We're going to get going. We're getting in the swing of things. Uh, myself, I was one and two. I was down 0.4 units. Uh, Jolie was one and two as well, down 0.71 units. Ryan was one and two. Fuck, we suck. We were down 2.23 units, but I got a good feeling this week. Uh, I'll kick us off for my lock. I had a Winnipeg Moneyline versus Arizona, minus 125. Uh, I forget how this game went. I think they just kicked ass, but I might be wrong. I think they were up early, and then Arizona actually made a game with game of it. And it was like a one-goal game with like five minutes left or something. But I think the Jets got like an empty netter or something. But either way, that came through for me. Uh, for my dog, fuck, this one was feeling so good for me. I had the New York Rangers in regulation, plus 125 versus Minnesota. I'm pretty sure they went up like two or three nothing to start the game early. And fuck, I thought I was laughing all the way to the bank. They ended up shitting the bed. It went to overtime. They ended up losing in a shootout, I believe. But shit i was feeling good and this one this one cuts deep for uh for a couple of us on this show i had colorado vegas under six and a half minus 120 vegas gold knights went and just fucking beat the brakes off the colorado avalanche it was seven nothing i'm watching this game i was just really watched i was just tracking on my phone the updates for the last like six seven minutes because it was six nothing i'm like come on just mail it in yo just stop giving a shit no pucks in net just dilly dally get through the game and then end up tucking one in. i think with like three or four minutes left fuck the under but i don't know one and two we will be better. And for me, I'll start with my total, my, my one win. Sharks team total under two and a half, minus 130. The old standby there. They, they lost, I believe, 10 1 to, to one of the teams. But 10 oh, 10 2 to the Penguins. Penguins almost allowed three goals to the Sharks. And my dog, my Philadelphia Flyers, plus 142 at home against the Los Angeles Kings. I was in the building. It was uh, There was some juice in the building. You know, that the Fark Park was packed Saturday night, South Philly. And then the Flyers just. Gave us absolutely nothing to cheer about. A 5 nothing loss there. Pretty listless. Second half of a back-to-back. So, you know, it's not too surprising. But I thought I'd put up a better fight than that. And then my lock, the Red or the uh, Bruins at Detroit, minus 148. I saw they were up 2 nothing early. You know what? I was like, all right, good. We're hopefully sailed to a, a nice Bruins 3-1 win. But they ended up losing uh, 5-4 there in Detroit. So another uh, one and two day for me. I'll start with the, the losses first uh, since they happened earlier in the day and, and also contributed to my um, feeling miserable uh, that afternoon. Uh, my, dog, my dog was the Senators in regulation, plus 125. They were chasing the lightning the whole game long. Uh, they were an inferior team, not a good bet there. And the total was the uh, Panthers team total over three and a half, minus 135 uh, against the Red Wings um yeah decent goaltending by whoso i believe but uh that was also bad bad they didn't score until the third period and then they just got a couple garbage time goals so not a good bet there um my my lock though i mean it is it's always a good bet to bet bet against the sharks uh pens team total over three and a half minus 155 i should have done the four and a half because they scored 10 as ryan said uh yeah that was a good bet but uh um, yeah it's, it's sad sad times in san jose these days yeah, they're they're now minus two hundred to be the uh, the worst record in the league. Which I mean, what 10, 10 11 Lock games is kind of crazy. Um, all right, uh, we're brought to you by Bet three six five. Bet three six five is the world's world's favorite sports book, trusted by over eighty eight million players worldwide. 
Prop side totals, live betting, Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Or I believe it's three goals for hockey. Think of, is that a three, right. three goals for hockey? Cash out there. Uh, sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. They have a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball is back, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 that's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn all right here okay all right boys we got a uh we got a 10 game slate set here for tuesday november 7th gentlemen we ready to rock and roll here or what fuck oh yeah all right, dude, I'm watching this Chargers game, so you're going to hear a lot of random shit going on in the background, but that's okay because we're kicking things off with a banger here. We got a 7 o'clock talk, and we got the Buffalo Sabres against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina here. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 170. Carolina on the money line at minus 205. If you're interested in the Canes on the puck line at minus 1.5, it's paying off plus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 115. The under here hanging out at minus 105. Okay, this is an interesting one. We got some uh, some big news coming out of the Carolina camp. Goaltender Frederick Anderson is expected to be out long-term. Uh, apparently, he has blood clots. He was diagnosed with blood clots or something like that I was seeing. So that absolutely sucks for Freddie. Kind of sucks for the Hurricanes. You know why? Because Anti-Ranta has been fucking shit this year. Uh, he's got a good record. He's 3-1-0, but his numbers are terrible. 3.04 goals against average, uh, 0.870 save percentage here. All right, for myself for this game, man... Boys, I'm fading Ranta. Ranta stinks. Ranta's always stunk, except for those times he was playing good. But I guess that's kind of how that works. But either way, give me the fucking Sabres here. Plus 170 road dogs here. This seems 3-2-0 on the road so far. Carolina is 3-0 at home, so that kind of scares me a little bit. But I feel like, you know, this team, they've been they've been mid. You know, they're better. We always say this. They're a better team than what they're playing like right now. But you know they are. You know, towards the end of the year, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be fucking awesome. And they have been tending in the right direction here. But this is a team that's been giving up a lot of goals, man. Averaging 3.5 goals against per game. Uh, the Sabres have been scoring, dude. Middle of the pack. You know, they're popping in at least three so especially with anti-ranta and that i can see that i can see the sabers going off and you know they got their they got their ass beat off from probably detroit the other night but then came in and shot a big strong showing against the leafs so let's see what they do against the canes here on the road give me them uh plus 170 and i love the over in this game over six and a half minus 115 like i said with ranta in that and then i don't know if it's going to be uka peka lukanen or if we're going to see Devin levi uh but either way none of them are really barn burners so far either in their career so give me the over give me the sabers yeah, I'll join you right there in the anti-Ranta cap. He has not been good this season, 870 save percentage. Yeah, Carolina 3-0 at home, but that's, you know, with their, their team playing well. One of the wins is against San Jose. They only won 3-0. One of the wins is in overtime against Seattle, uh, 3-2 there. So, you know, they were trying, starting to, you know, settle things down. But this this injury to Anderson, I think, is going to be fairly significant. I, th- I think, you know, he he was kind of settling in there a bit as, as they were playing more under games, but this Buffalo team, you know, they can lay 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 an egg like they did 
uh, at home against the Flyers Friday, and then on Saturday, one to, to Toronto and one six four. So th- this team can show up in, in big spots. They can show up as big underdogs here. So plus one seventy on the Sabers here. I think that's some value there. And then yeah, I'm with you on the over as well. Over six and a half minus one fifteen. Sabers can score. We saw Carolina was able to go back and forth with some teams earlier in the year before you know you know, slowing things down, down a bit. So I love the value here on the underdog Sabres as well as the over six and a half. Right. You guys covered all the bases. Don't have too much to add. Just that my number only gets the Hurricanes minus 155. So plus 170. Good little bit of value there from a power ratings perspective. And yeah, I mean, both teams are playing a little better lately. Um, other than the Sabres getting blown out by the so the Flyers, 5 nothing against the uh, Friday game. Yeah, that was what? Flyers. Yeah. But other than that, they've been all right. You know, they beat the Leafs on Saturday. Won a few other games in the Hurricanes. They're trending up. Uh, they're all the way uh, down to third best in terms of the uh, expected goals against. So that's more like uh, we're used to seeing from them. But, yeah, losing Frederick Anderson is not ideal. But I think they can protect Ranta enough. So that's why I'm going to avoid the over. I, I still lean to the over. I think that, uh, you know, these Sabres games tend to get wild. And then the Hurricanes have been inconsistent and all that. But. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I'll just I'll just uh, take the the dog here with the Sabers. Uh, yeah, I got to do a quick note here on the Sabers. You know he's been absolutely sick. Has been that fucking JJ Paterka kid, yo. What is he? He's like 22 years old, German. Uh, what's he got? He's got five goals, three assists, and 12 games so far for eight points. Last year he only had like 12 goals in total. So a little bit of a breakout year. I think he's playing second line minutes with uh, Jordan Greenway and Casey Middlestad there. You can see some depth scoring, I suppose. Look at that. Analysis, yo, bringing more to the table here. Who knew? Yeah, uh, yeah, all right, <laughs> uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal, Le Habitat de Montreal, in the Bell Center, Blue Blanc et Rouge. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 162. The Canadians on the money line at plus 136. Over unders at six and a half. Over paying off minus 112. The under minus 108. Tampa coming off a hard-fought battle here, men against the Leafers. Obviously, a little bit of an upset win. They were up 4-1. They just lost uh, 6-5 in overtime, you know, heading into Montreal on a back-to-back. Bell Center can be hard to play in, dude, and this Montreal team has been – they've been a little bit uh, – they've been a little sneaky this year. So, dare I say it, I'm doubling down on the dogs. Give me the Habs, plus 136. Plus, who's that fucking goalie they got in net for Tampa? What's his name? He absolutely stinks, Tompkins. too. Yeah, what's his Matt Tompkins? Who are you, buddy? What even? What? What's your? What's, I remember I was doing mushrooms at my buddy's house one day, and he's got a buddy he's plays in a band with, and this guy was talking to tripping balls. He's like, "So what's your story, bro?" I'm like, "What are you? What are you talking about? What do you mean?" He's like, "So like, what's your story? They like, tell me about your other life." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, you loser! What's your story?" So what's Matt Tompkins' story? Uh, yeah, he's shit. He's zero two to start the year with this team. He has a three point six two goals against average, point eight nine one save percentage. He's uh, he's twenty nine years old this guy shouldn't even be in the league for christ's sake so give me the halves give me some of that young talent just lighten this guy's tits off and as far as over under goes here uh, i am leaning towards the over even on a back-to-back you can still see some goals uh tampa bay seventh in the league averaging 3.64 goals for per game and they're giving up a shitload too and montreal sucks on the back end so give me the over give me the halves baby yeah, I'm right there with you again here. Home, home underdogs, Montreal against the Tampa Bay team. You know, emotional loss after going up 4-1, thinking they probably had that game one in Toronto. Still got a point out of it, came back to get a point out of it, but they definitely wanted two heading into this game with you know, Matt Tompkins was in the SHL last year, AHL before that, ECHL before that. So yeah, he, 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 is, he is definitely not a guy 
Uh, meanwhile, Jake Allen could be a guy. Uh, you know, he, he's been he's been decent for Montreal so far, and Montreal most importantly has been four and two at home. Four and two at home. Tampa is now one three and one on the road. So there's something wrong with this Tampa team. I did see today that I think Cooper said Vasilevsky could be back by American Thanksgiving, which is pretty soon, two weeks away. So keep an eye out for that if you want to put put some uh, buy some stock in the Lightning there. But for this game, it's going to be the Canadians uh, plus one thirty six at home. That line's come down a lot. It was I think it opened to plus one fifty or higher. So it's going to keep dropping here. And yeah, I'm also on the over here. Canadians Canadians can score. Tampa can score. I don't trust other other teams' goalie really too much. So. Canadians uh, over, maybe a Canadians team total over. If, if you'd rather just go with that, yeah, I like I like that team total because I, I love the over in this game. You know, we got Matt Tompkins, the the name of a, a, a white guy in a trailer park sounds like me <laughs> versus uh, yeah. Blow or Jake Allen. Uh, and Jake Allen is, uh, you know, he's had a good start to the year, but I don't think that the uh, he's going to continue uh, his fine form. And yeah, the Lightning have been a terrible defensive team. Um, it's just like, look, they're winning four to one. I felt pretty comfortable with my lightning bet. And then next thing I know, it's fucking five to four because the lightning can't defend for shit. And uh, yeah, and they got the weaker goalie in net now. Jonas Johansson at least has had a few good games and he's getting peppered like every night too. So yeah, the lightning are just not a great defensive team, but they can still score. So that's why I like the over best of all. But uh, for a side, I do like the Habs as well. Let's see. What, what if I make this game? Uh yeah, lightning, lightning minus one fifty nine, but uh, it's not really factoring in the back to back situation. So, yeah, give me give me the halves, and uh, more importantly, give me the over. All right, Kucherov is so fucking sick, man. It's not even funny. Um, all right, moving down to the seven thirty p.m. time slot here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in Madison Square Garden in New York. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus one forty. New York on the money line at minus one sixty six. The over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred. Mister Meyer, let's toss this one your way, buddy. What's going on? Going right back to you. This is the uh, the Red Wings game. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. Give me the Red Wings. Uh, Rangers are are dealing with some massive injuries. Uh, they, they lost Phil Pedel, they lost Adam Fox, and now it's looking like uh, Shosturkin could miss a few games here with the upper body soreness or something like that. So uh, I'm expecting Jonathan Quick to get the start here. He, he's actually been pretty good the, the two or three games he's played, but no, I, I don't think that that'll continue. Just like uh, Jake Allen. Um, so yeah, I, I like the Red Wings here. They've been, uh, you know, one of the more impressive young teams so far. They, they got the, the new pieces working together. All right. Um, including Justin Hall, who's been a stud D man for them. Um, for the Norris. So yeah. Babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I like the Red Wings quite a bit here. You can also do the, the, their, their team total because I think the Rangers will let it some goals because, uh, they don't have just in that who does a lot for them. Yeah, because I don't really like their defense, especially without Adam Fox back there. So, yeah, I, I quite like the Red Wings in here, and uh, I like the over six as well. This, this, this could be a high-scoring game with how the Red Wings play and uh, the Red Wings just missing pieces and they're missing the, one of the best goalies in the NHL. Yeah, we're seeing now what the Rangers are without their Vesna Trophy winning, winning goalie, the Norris Trophy winning uh, defenseman there. And on Saturday, they were up 3 nothing in Minnesota. They blew that lead, that lead. Minnesota came back to win in a shootout, five to four. So yeah, I'm, I'm barking here again on the Red Wings plus one forty, taking the dog again. You know they're 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 better than we, we expected so far this season. Seven four and one. Rangers at eight two and one. Yeah, the Rangers out with without two of their probably 
biggest pieces, I would say. They could probably get by without Kreider or Zabanajad better than they can without without Fox or Shesterkin there. So Red Wings coming off a win against Boston. Now i got to go on the road a little bit. But, you know, I, I don't mind the value at, at plus 140. And I would also agree with the over six at minus 120. Could see that going up to six and a half, especially once Shesterkin is confirmed out. Huso, save percentage under 900. Quick was good in his first two starts, but then you know shit the bed a little bit against the wild there. So give me the give me the wings and the over here again. I get back in the wings in this. I really do, and I'm pretty close to doing it. But I've the Rangers have been good to me all year long. This team has been sick. I know they've been awesome on the road, six one and one. Obviously, this game is a home game for them. Uh, you know, you look at the record, they're two and one. They just haven't had many chances to pump up that home record. Well, now you do. You're playing against an admirable Detroit team. The, Oh, it's tough to say admirable. An admirable, admirable Red Wings team here. Uh, with Billy Husso, who has numbers absolutely fucking stink, even though his record's good. So I got to back the Rangers here, man. And then just to top it off, I got in a fight on Twitter today. Shocker on that one, you know, who didn't see that one coming. Got in a fight on Twitter to defending goalies that don't play like Gary Price. And if you're putting fucking Jonathan Quick in that, I got to back my boy, all right? You know, Quick's always been my man. So, fuck yeah. Let's go Johnny Quick here. Ryan, you brought up some great points. This sucks that they don't have Adam Fox or they don't have Igor Shosturkin. But you know what? If you want to be a contender, you got to be a contender when some of your best players are out. So, let's see a bit of adversity here, man. Let's see how they bounce back playing against a good team like the Red Wings. They shit the bed last game against Minnesota, but they looked good to start. So, you know that they can play that way. Uh, so I'm going on the Rangers. Minus 166 is a lot of juice. So, um, But I don't hate it. Fuck it. And as far as over-under goes here, I hate this play. I don't really have a lean either way, man. So I don't know. I guess gun to my head, take the over. Maybe we see like a, a 4-3 you know, overtime win or something like that. Or uh, you know, 4-2 when you get a push or something. But whatever. Speaking of Twitter, though, how about that guy with the video that, that called you, that, that shouted you out for the, for the Sens fans? <laughs> thing? That was, that that was, was awesome. That was awesome, yo. This guy's a he's got a podcast too, eh? It was actually pretty funny. I was listening to it. I was listening to it. It was good. He made me laugh, yo. He's fucking what's his name? Yeah, like, the guy's he's, he's an up, yeah, he's an American of some sort, yo, but he fucking made me laugh. So that's awesome. We'll get back to that. Um uh yeah, he's right though. Fuck the sense. I got to yeah. sneeze so bad here. I'm trying to hold it in. All right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York on the island. Uh, Minnesota on the money line at plus 110. The Islanders on the money line at minus 130. Over-under is sitting at six. Overpaying off plus 102. The under minus 122 here. Uh, from what I'm seeing, Varlamov is uh, expected to start this game. I might be wrong, but that's just what I'm seeing. We have Marc-Andre Fleury confirmed. If uh, So we got an old fuck game, yo, which is awesome. Varlamov's numbers have been sick if he is playing. And uh, the the Islanders at home have been unreal, man. They're 3-1-3 on the year so far, while the uh, Wild have been 1-3-1, the exact opposite on the road. I'm loving New York in this game, dude. They're having a little trouble scoring goals, but Minnesota's having a lot of trouble stopping goals. So it kind of evens out in the wash a little bit here. Give me the Islanders minus 130 as far as over-under goes here. Let's see these old dogs show up and have a fucking day, yo. Give me minus one or 122 on the under six here. Let's see these old fucks, you know, go out there and, you know, let's get, the, let's get some Cialis going. Let's get these guys all fully torqued up and throwing it back a little bit. Give me the under and give me the Islanders. Yeah, agreeing with you again. Old man yeah. boner game. Also on the Islanders minus one thirty. I just I just don't believe in the Wild whatsoever, especially on the road. They're one three and one on the road. I don't even know who that win was against. The win was in Montreal. 
early in the season. And I know came back to win in a shootout against the Rangers, played well there. But going on the road to Long Island here, I think the Islanders were able to shut it down at home. They're 3-1-3 and at home, so they want to get the, get that up a little bit. No matter if it's Varlamov or, or Sorokin, it's definitely a goaltending advantage there for the Islanders. So I think the Islanders will be able to, you know, keep the wild off the board a little bit because they don't have they don't have as, as much scoring depth as as they've been scoring recently five goals three goals three goals even so give me the aisles here and give me the under i quite like the islanders uh so far this season i like them in this spot as well they haven't really traveled too far <laughs> beyond new york uh which, which has helped them early on but they're playing uh, better hockey than they have in the last couple of years and they're, they're not even getting the elite goaltending from Sorokin this time. Uh, it's actually Varlamov who's been better. Uh, only three starts, but he's number two in terms of goal save above expected right now. Uh, a couple shutouts will do that for you. I think he has two shutouts, but at least one. Um, and meanwhile, the wild is it's the, the total opposite. Both goalies have been utter shit so far. Uh, both have a sub-90 save percentage. Both are uh, well below average or in, in terms of the goal save above expected. Um, so yeah, I, just, I think just going to back the uh, the much superior goalie here in Varlamov against Flurry, and uh, just just counting the Alice defense once again, shutting a team down. And yeah, I like I like the Alice uh, in this spot. And uh, I guess I can't go with the under just because of the the Wild. I've been playing some crazy games dictated by their poor goaltending. But so stay away from the total. But uh, definitely like the home team. All right, uh, that guy that yeah. sent that video you're talking, Ryan, the Blur, the Blur 92. That's that's who that's who it was. So go check out that video. That was awesome. Yep. Like, blink, uh, all right, blink, moving blink. down to 192. No, the Blur 92. No, the Blur 92. What do you fuck are you talking about, Joel? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus Christ! That's just what reminded me. Don't smoke another one. Uh, well, shouldn't it remind you of the band the Blur? Yeah, well, that too, but it's a Blur 92, so we put no? them both together. You know what I mean? You're fucked. All right, moving down right. to the APM time slot. Here, we got the, we got the Winnipeg Jets. Am I, am I lagging? Can you hear me? Are we okay? You're good. It's like two seconds. It's okay. Yeah, no? it's not bad. Well, you got you to gotta answer me that if I ask. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. 8 p.m. time slot. We have the Winnipeg Jets against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis here. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line at minus 135. St. Louis on the money line at plus 114. Over-unders at six. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, I was going to throw last game to you. I'm going to throw this one your way. What do we got? Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, I did pick this, pick this game as my total initially, but I, I, just because I, I can't pick a total. I'm looking at these two teams. I, I can't trust either of them. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, our boy Catfish in, in the Discord pointed out the Blues at home are pretty good so far this season. I think they are uh, four and one at home. Jets are three and two on the road, though. Jets Jets coming off a win at Arizona, and they're in the shadow realm. Blues have won back-to-back games over the Devils, over the the Canadians on on back-to-back nights there. So, I guess if I lean out anyway, it would be to the the home underdog here, plus one fourteen, and then just to lean to the under, just because it's probably Hellebuck versus Bennington, and hopefully we get a get a goalie game here. Yeah, I, I love the Jets in this spot. They're just a much better team. Uh, um, my rating for them is uh, minus one forty eight, so that's a significant advantage. Over this crummy blues team who once again maybe outperforming expectations a little bit, but still not they're not they're not in the playoff spot. So uh that's all good. Uh, they're just a bad team and the yeah, the, the goaltending's been okay so far. 
but uh, the Jets are just uh, I, I trust them to to score the goals on the on the shitty Blues defense, who is uh, one of the worst in the league, and they're they're not exactly uh, scoring goals for fun either. I mean, they got the Devils there; that was a bad spot for them. But going forward, this is not a team that will win a ton of games. Just they're going to be very mediocre going forward. Whereas the Jets uh, should be a playoff team. So yeah, give, give me the Jets here. They they've been uh, pretty good on the road too. So yeah, Jets is uh, a good price there, minus one thirty. And hmm, for the total, uh, no, 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 really, I feel on the total. I lean to the over, but not not strong about it at all. All right, for myself here, I'm with you guys. I love the Jets in this game at minus 135. I think this is an absolute steal. I know these teams have very similar records. Uh, Jets are 5-4-2. and two, Blues are 5-4-1. and one. But let's face it, once the season ends, uh, come what, April or something like that, whenever the fuck it ends, uh, these teams should be pretty far apart in the standings, all things even out in the wash a bit here. So I think there's definitely a lot of value at minus 135. Uh, then as far as over-under goes here, you know, we're seeing Bennington play really well. And we know he's not necessarily the greatest of goalies. And we've seen Hellebuck play not so great. And we know that he is one of the better goalies. So that makes me lead towards the over here at 6 minus 110. I don't really love it, you know. But, I mean, that's my logic thinking. We got a, we got a good goalie that's playing kind of bad. And we got a, you know, mid-goalie that's playing pretty good. So uh, there's some firepower, though, in both squads here. So expect, I'm hoping to see some goals in this. Uh, St. Louis doesn't really score a lot, though. That's kind of been their problem. They started off hot, but... Uh, but yeah, either way, give me the Jets here, then give me the over six and minus one ten. Um, all right, uh, we are brought to you by Game Time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. We all know that Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you, with killer deals on last-minute tickets at their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. That was the game time app experience. They got the flash deals, last minute tickets. I was looking on there for my uh, my Flyers tickets on Saturday night. So great, great app there. I love the using it. Uh, and game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Of course, you get images of your seat before you buy, mm-hmm. so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Yo, Keenan Allen just made one of the nastiest fucking grabs I think I've ever seen. Holy shit. That was was sick. Did you see that? Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah. He's so dope, yo. Like, I don't know why. I guess, I don't know. He's fucking sick. All right. Anyways. <laughs> he's consistent, uh, right? He, he has been. 100%. Wide receiver. When he's one, healthy. He's not He's not consistent at yeah, being healthy. But uh, when he is healthy, right. he's always putting up production. Sick beard, too. And he's unreal at the piano. Check that out. Um, <laughs> all right. 9 p.m. time slot here. We have the Nashville Predators against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary here at the uh, Saddle Dome. 
Uh, Nashville in the money line sitting at plus 114. Calgary in the money line at minus 135. The over-unders at six. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. The Calgary Flames are so fucking bad at hockey. I know they're coming off a win here, but still they stink. Their home record is 1-3-0. and Nashville's not that much better. They're 2-4-0, but at least they're not painful, you know. Um, so I don't know. If you're gonna give me the Preds here as dogs at plus 114, I just can't get it, I just can't go over it. Jacob Markstrom's kind of fallen off. We were pumping his tires a little bit. He was playing okay to start the year, and maybe it's not all on him. The team around him is giving him absolutely zero support. I don't know what the advanced analytics say on that. Uh, they probably say go fuck yourself and get a job. Uh, but <laughs> Jacob Markstrom is one six and one. He's three point oh three goals against average, a point eight nine save percentage, and then Dan Vladar is just a total non-option. This guy stinks too. Just bring up, bring up. Who's that kid they got? Dustin Wolf. Let's get fucking. Let's start howling. Let's get Wolfie up in here. But I don't know. Anyways, Flames suck. Give me the Preds as road dogs here. Plus one fourteen as far as over under goes. Give me the over in this one. Uh, neither team can really score a goal, but <laughs> Gary just sucks, man. So I don't know. I'm just I'm all against the Flames this year. Fuck them. Hope they get their tits lit. Yeah, like you expect the Flames to have some sort of turnaround at some point, and I'm sure they will. They're not going to be this this bad all season, but like I mean, they they got to win in Seattle over the weekend to you know break their losing streak. But Nashville went into Edmonton and, and beat them five two. So I think Nashville here as a road underdog, I, I like them here plus one fourteen. You know, I, I I didn't believe in them to start the year, but you know they've they've been been better than I expected here. So if you can give me them at, at plus one fourteen against the Flames that are still kind of you know struggling to find themselves, I'll take that there. And then for a total, um, guess I lean to the under six at minus one twenty. It's Soros Markstrom, maybe a goalie game here. So that's the way. More of a just a lean on the total, though. Uh, for this one, you know what I'm gonna say. Uh, the Flames are uh, um, a figure out team right now for me. So I want to bet them, but I just can't. And the Predators just came off of a nice upset win against the. Oilers, they didn't allow a goal five on five. Saros has been playing better. Uh, defensively, they, they're, they're looking pretty strong, and they can get those the young guys scoring goals. Ryan O'Reilly with a hat trick, I believe, in that one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's he's getting going, familiarizing himself uh, with his new teammates. Uh, yeah, so um, it's been a long road trip for the Preds. Not exactly ideal to be playing all these, uh, you know, bouncing around in Vancouver, then uh, Seattle, then up to Edmonton, down to Calgary. Uh, so, yeah, if, Lean to Calgary, but I'm not going to bet it myself. But I do like the under. Uh, Markstrom has been getting abandoned a little bit. You know, the the, the Calgary defense isn't exactly um, playing up to their level right now. Uh, but he, he still has some decent stats, and I think that he can do enough here to make this a goalie game with, with Saros on the other side. So, yeah, I think it's far likelier to get five goals than seven in this one. So, uh, yeah, if you make me make a bet in this one, I'll give me the under six at minus 120. All right, heading down to the 9 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Arizona State University Coyotes game itself is at Arizona State University in the Shadow Realm at Mullet Arena. Both teams are at minus 110. We got to pick them here, boys. This is what I need, my little pick them bell. I'm going to get it next time I go to the dollar store. I'm going to start fucking ringing it. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the over-under sitting at 6.5, over sitting at minus 102, the under minus 118. If you're not betting the Arizona State University Coyotes in this game, I don't know what the hell you are doing. This team is electric and so fun to watch. We're seeing Connor Ingram in net. He's been confirmed. He's 3-1-0. He's got a 2.39 goals against average and a 0.91. 
3.19 save percentage. This team is 3-2-0 at oh, the shadow realm here. You got Sean Thursday being lights out defenseman. You got Logan Cooley. He's an absolute young stud. Clayton Keller's fucking ripping bombs. You got formal Toronto Marley, Michael Carcone on the third line, just lighting the lamp, getting options. Then you got the shitty old boring, shitty fucking stinky Seattle cracking here. Give me the Yotes minus 110. I absolutely love this play. Uh, as far as over-under goes here, give me the under. You know why? Because my boy Connor fucking Ingram, when he's not done throwing games in Sweden, he's ready to fucking get shutouts, baby. So let's go under 6.5 minus 118 and give me the Yotes. That fired me up. Fuck. Yeah, the odds makers knew better than to make the Coyotes dogs here at home. But I'm still going with them at minus 110. Like Talon said, 3-2-0 at home. Cracking 2-3-2 two, and two on the road. So two wins, five losses there. On the road, it's kind of tough for Seattle. Um, yeah, I, you know, the Coyotes lost at home to the Jets over the weekend, but the Jets are a much better team than the Kraken are there. So, yeah, give me the Coyotes here at home. Uh, shadow round minus 110. Uh, probably a, a pass in the total for me, even though Ingram's been playing well. So I would probably, if I had to, I would, I would take the under. But uh, definitely a play on the Coyotes. Yeah, I mean, I have these teams rated pretty similarly after, uh, you know, upgrading the Coyotes so much and downgrading the Kraken a little bit. So, yeah, it's give the uh, the home ice advantage here to the Coyotes, which, you know, it means a lot more down there uh, near Mount Doom. So, yeah, I, I quite like the, the Coyotes here. Just uh, Kraken, not a great road team. They've been, you know, regressing a little bit in terms of their goal scoring, not the best power play. Grubar's been okay. Um Certainly better than he was two years ago, but uh, that that's that's not saying much. And yeah, the, the total is kind of a little bit high, but I like the Coyotes to score goals in this one, so I'm going to go with the team total over three and a half at plus one thirty. I think that they can uh, light the cracking up here. Um, yeah, they, the Coyotes have a lot of depth now. Come out, came out of nowhere, but they, they do have a lot of talent on um, you know top three lines, the scoring lines, and uh, they're getting some production defensively too. Sean Dursey's been excellent. Uh, he's been manning that power play as uh, one of the best uh, uh, point men in the league. So yeah, I, I like I like the carries to win this one. Um, no real play on the total. I just uh, I, I can see the Coyotes scoring, but I can also see the Coyotes shutting the, the Kraken down. So uh, let's just go with the Coyotes team total over three and a half at uh, plus one thirty. All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We have the New Jersey Devils against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at plus 145. Colorado on the money line at minus 175. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Mr. Meyer, after giving up seven goals to the Vegas Golden Knights, what's going on in Colorado? they got to have a bounce-back game here, no? Yeah, I would think so. Um, I mean, the, the main thing for me in this one is, yeah, there, there's the – the, the bounce back, whatever. Again, it's embarrassing losing to the Knights, uh, 7 nothing, And, yeah, <laughs> getting shut out in three of the last four games is, is not ideal. Um, but the Devils are a good good team to get, um, to get the offense going. They're not their best defensively. Their goaltending is uh, kind of average. And, um, yeah, the, the, the penalty killing is not great. I mean, the, the Devils games, they all go over. So in a shootout kind of game, I think the Avs can uh, get the offense going, get the momentum back, and get these boys back in form, confidence, confidence growing. So, uh, yeah, I like the over six and a half, minus 105. And, uh, you know, the, the line has gone way too far now because it's it's adjusted for the fact that we're not going to get uh, Jack Hughes and probably not Nico Hishu. I'm not sure what's going on with him. But th- those are, you know, two of the best centers in the league. Certainly, uh, Hishu with his two-way play is he's not to be underrated. 
so yeah, they're, they're very poor center depth at the moment uh, to the Devils. So you can see why the line went up so high for the Avs, but uh, the, the, the total didn't. And I think that even without Jack Hughes doing his thing, setting up play, scoring goals and all that, I think we could see some goals here. So give me the over six and a half at minus 105. The Avs offense can get going uh, against basically the eastern counterpart of how they play. These teams are, uh, are, are very similar, even though the Avs are a bit more defensively minded, but uh, not enough to, to prevent us from uh, from going over. So give me the over six and a half. Yeah, I, I caught the Avs earlier at minus 166 before the line moved too much. Just still 175. I think I would take it at that. Devils are without Hughes. Hart Trophy, one of the favorites right now. And, and Heischer, who would have won the Selkie last year if Bergeron had retired. He was second place to him. So without him, they're running Michael McLeod, Dawson Mercer, Eric Halla, and Chris Tierney down the middle as their centers. I mean, Toffoli's been great, but without Hughes, I don't know how great he'll be. So I think this is a great, great get right spot for the Avs here at home. They're playing the Devils, who are now a great team in name, but looking at who they're actually going to be putting out there on the ice without Hughes, without Heischer, it's not going to be you know, the, the full compliment there. So Avs are going to be able to get a you know, statement win over, over the Devils, and everyone's going to forget that, that Jack Hughes didn't play in it when they look back at the box score in a few months from now. But yeah, I, I like the uh, Avs here at home, and I would probably like to lean to the over six and a half, uh, minus 105. You know, like, like Joel said about it being a shootout, I can see you know, de- Devils putting up three themselves and Avs, you know, running up five or something like that. So love the Avs here at home and also do like the over. All right, for myself here. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing, and you guys touched on it, obviously, no uh, Jack Hughes. And then with that Nico, he's sheer status up in the air as well. We don't really know exactly what we're going to see out of the, the new Jersey Devils here. We're not going to see them to their full effect. Uh, so with that being said, yeah, I love Colorado at home. You know, things have been a little bit tough for the boys in Colorado, but you know, Nathan McKinnon fucking hates losing, man. So let's go out. Let's get a big win against the Devils here. I don't even hate the play in regulation. That's probably sitting at like maybe like plus one hundred, maybe plus one hundred five or plus one ten. Um, so I will be eyeing that a little bit. Uh, I'm going against you guys though. I'm on the under here though, man. You said it was it three out of the past four games the Avalanche have been shut out. Joel, is that what you said? Yeah, 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 unfortunately. Yeah, so that's a little bit tough. And then, like it's like we just talked about with the Devils without those big boys, those big centermen's backing up through the middle there. I, I don't think we're going to see seven goals in this game, man. I think it's going to be a nice little tight one, maybe a 3-1 finish or a, a 4-2 finish or something like that. So I'm all over the over here, 6.5 and minus 115. Uh, Vitek Vanacek has been starting to look a little bit better. He had a massive save against Tyler Johnson when they were playing uh, – when the Devils were playing the Blackhawks the other night, and then Alexander Gorgiev, those numbers have dropped off a little bit from when he started the year. That seven-goal game will fucking do that to you, uh, especially when you've only played nine games. So uh, he's definitely not, or he's definitely way better than his numbers are showing. So give me the under six and a half, and give me the Avs in regulation. All right, moving to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We have the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Anaheim Ducks game itself is in the Quack Palace, baby. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line. It's in Anaheim. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line is at minus 160. Anaheim on the money line at plus 136. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 122. The under plus uh, 102. Ducks coming off a big win here, boys. Obviously taking down the Knights. That was a kick in the pills for your boy over here, but everybody else in the Discord was having a good time quacking along last night. This team's been fucking sweet. Uh, maybe not so much at home, only three and two. 
But uh, this Pittsburgh team, man, this is where I'm coming at it for. I'm a bit higher on this Penguins team than a lot of other people are. I know a couple shows ago I said that they're going to be making the playoffs, uh, and, and I stand by that. So I really think that they're going to beat the shit out of the Ducks. Um, Sidney Crosby doesn't lose to the fucking Anaheim Ducks, okay? Evgeny Malkin doesn't lose to the fucking Anaheim Ducks. Chris Letang doesn't lose to the Anaheim Ducks. You know, Eric Carlson might lose to the Anaheim Ducks, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but give me the Pens minus 162. Uh, as far as over-under goes, I think we're going to see some goals here, man. Uh, that's the thing. The Ducks are scoring. They're averaging about 3.36 goals for per game. Pens are averaging 3.6. They're eighth in the league. Ducks are 11th in scoring. And uh, neither of this team has been completely lights out on the back end or from a goaltending perspective. So give me the over. Give me the Pens. <laughs> You, you know, you know, I got to be quacking here at the Quack Palace plus one thirty six. Ducks is home dogs. They just beat the Penguins in Pittsburgh four uh, three back last Monday a week ago. They were they had they faced a late five on three penalty kill. Mason McTavish they scored with like thirteen seconds left to win that one in regulation. Um, they've won what six in a row now. They've been one of the definite pleasant surprises so far this season. I don't don't hate you said down like Pittsburgh does have the fourth best expected goals four percent but like they're just not finding ways to win I don't trust Tristan Jari I trust either Gibson or Dostala over him in that and the Ducks just have the vibes going right now McTavish McTavish having a breakout year Zegers got moved to wing and he's not doing much no one's talking about him but the Ducks are getting it done Frank Fertrano has like 10 goals or something so Ducks at home plus 136 and then a total probably go with go with the over but no strong play on the total for me all right i just uh i had to upgrade the ducks quite a bit so i only get to minus 126 for the pens um yeah you mentioned that the ducks are three and two at home but they're only two losses at home or to the stars and the bruins who are among the elite in the nhl and then meanwhile that the ducks went on the road and then they beat a lot of good teams including those bruins and um, yeah, they also just beat the Knights. I mean, kind of a little bit of a fortunate win. Knights took their foot off the gas in the third period and let the, the Ducks score four unanswered. Um, but yeah, the Ducks are, you know, it's not just about the results. Their, their underlying numbers are looking pretty good too. And uh, Dostal is actually, I don't know, he, he was voted the rookie of the month or something. I don't even know he was a rookie. But, uh, How old is he? Isn't this guy like 28 or some shit like that? I could have sworn I've seen I him. He's young. I think he's young. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty no, sure he was he's a rookie. Not that young. Yeah. yeah, Michael Bunting. He's 23. He's 23? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I'm not seeing him anywhere on the, the odds board. So I don't, whatever. I guess he'll show up if he keeps balling out and takes over the uh, starting role. But uh, yeah, the Ducks' goaltending has been uh, a strength. Their offense is a strength, and even their defense is a strength. Like one of the the finalists in the, in the ESPN polling is Pavel Mintyukov. Uh, so he's top yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, talent like him. Um, I shouted him been, out. He's on my fantasy team. He's doing work. All right. On yeah, he's been phenomenal. So yeah, they they got some defense going, and then they, the offense going. I I told you, Craig McTavish is Craig McTavish. Um, <laughs> Curly haired fuck. What's his first name? Mc McTavish. It's uh, Mason. Mason, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been um, he's the real captain of the team. I think uh, at least going forward. Fuck that Zegers guy. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Ducks. I, I really like this team. Penguins. Um, yeah, they, they they've got the offense going somewhat, but uh, they, it was the Sharks that they you know thrashed. Uh, the Ducks have a little bit of a stinger defense than the, the Sharks and better goaltending too. So yeah, give me give me the Ducks here and uh, give me the over though uh, with, with the, um, the the propensity of the Pens to play more for thinking hockey, aggressive, um, and just their their bad goaltending too. So I, I think we see goals in this one. 
and uh, I think we might get a, a home dog outright win. Uh, and that that means you can go with the team total for this one as well with the, with the Ducks. Give the plus money there too over three and a half. So yeah, give me give me the uh, give me the old Ducks. I'll give you a duck. All right. Okay, moving on to the 10.30 to be on time slot. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the San Jose Sharks. What a fucking game to end the day. Uh, game itself is in uh, it's in the plastic bag. They used to call it the Shark Tank, but now I'm calling it a little plastic bag that you put your goldfish in when you're taking it home or something because that's how shitty this fucking theme is. They are not sharks. They are goldfish. Uh, Philadelphia on the money line sitting at minus 192. San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 160. Philadelphia on the puck line at minus one and a half is at plus 120. Philadelphia on the puck line at minus seven and a half is at plus whatever it is, but it's definitely in play. Uh, the over under is at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Mr. Gilbert, can you tell all the fine people why the Philadelphia Flyers are going to continue the 10 goal streak against the San Jose Sharks here? I mean, I, I could, but also I, I have seen Philadelphia sports, and I know Philadelphia sports. Let me just take you back, take you back to uh, 2017. The Arizona Coyotes start the season 10-0-1. The Flyers host them on October 30th, and the Coyotes get their first win of the season. Now, the Coyotes actually scored multiple goals in multiple games back then. Uh, but yeah, the Flyers have been in this spot before, and they have lost. You know, the Sharks are, are definitely... Much worse than that Coyotes team. But also what got me was uh, Sharks GM Mike Greer, who was a you know, scary dude back in his playing days. Met with his players on Monday morning. It was a one-way conversation. There are certain things I won't tolerate, and some of that stuff has been happening. And I let, and I, and I let, let them know that. So if there's a spot for the Sharks to step up, it could be now. But having said all that, if the Flyers lose this game, it's going to be a fucking shit show so flyers puck line plus 120 flyers team total over three and a half over four and a half ladder it up that's the ladder emoji take it three and a half four and a half five and a half and just go flyers there right uh seems like doesn't matter who the sharks play it the, the the opponent can't be under minus 200 at least most opponents and the flyers are uh you know they, they, we're pretty high in the flyers these days with how well they've been playing five on five uh shout out to bobby brink too somehow his odds keep dropping so the mm -hmm. people believe in him apparently and uh so yeah the, the flyers just a, a nhl hockey team and then the san jose sharks are not that's the simple handicap and uh I don't, you know there's nothing much more to add but to this one but i will say that as soon as the odds open for thursday's game between the sharks and the oilers I'm gonna fucking smash the Oilers. Like uh, that's gonna be a ladder spot. I'm gonna be betting the Oilers again and again and again because those odds are only going one way. Especially, and I really hope the the Canucks hold on here. Three to one win. Goal by Quinn Hughes. Not a big deal. Um, uh, yeah, the Oilers lose again here. They're gonna be fucking so mad at going into San Jose, and they're gonna they're gonna rape some fish. Okay, they're gonna. We're they're fucking gonna, fish, bro. We're yeah. we're fucking fish, Tom Cruise style. You know, you know like the always oil rigs when they have a spill in the in the sea. Well, the, these oilers are gonna spill all over these sharks. The fish. Hell the yeah. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> toxify them and 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 whatnot. So we're we're handicapping a Thursday game here, but uh, that's just I'm just letting you know. As soon as those odds pop, I'm gonna be betting the fuck out of the Oilers on uh, Thursday's game. I love that. I absolutely love that so much. Uh, yeah, this team sucks. 
Uh, Ron, you talked about a GM. Uh, my career comes down and talk to the boys. It doesn't fucking matter. Your GM comes down and talks to you. What do you do? Oh, we're doing stuff that I'm not going to accept. It's like, call, bro, like you signed us all. You're paying us all. We got scored on 20 times in the past two games. There's a player in the league that has more goals in this entire season than our entire fucking team does. Uh, we're done. We're, we're sucked. We're cooked. We're fucking, we're red snapper that's cooked. That's how bad this team is right now. They stink. Uh, so it doesn't matter, yo. The Flyers are going to carve them. They're going to beat the shit. I'm with Ryan. Minus one and a half. I might, if I, I might go fucking minus two and a half. I, I might go minus three and a half. I might even go minus four and a half. That's how bad these fucking San Jose Sharks team is. Uh, and then if you're looking for uh, over under here, I was leaning towards the under in the show. I, I, I slapped myself out of it. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing I ever thought in my life. You did it last time. Remember what happened? 10 yeah, they gave up back. 10 goals. There's like 10-2 <laughs> final or something. Um, and also, uh, Samuel Erson, I'm seeing, is expected to get the nod here for Philadelphia. Ryan, yeah. he stinks, no? Yeah, he's not good. He, he, okay. he, had, he, had, he had a decent stretch last year, but he's he's not, not looking like a guy. Okay, so yeah, so bet the over like fucking bet the over eleven and a half in this game if you can. Uh, just ladder that up, baby. Is that how that is? Is that what the ladder is? To re ladder ladder it up. It's, you're you're minus nine and a half, 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 minus three and a half. Yeah, that's the ladder. That's the ladder. I absolutely love that. Step up, baby. Let's go. I, I think Erskine was in net for that five one win in Buffalo though, so maybe he has some some mojo going here. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I, I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, that made it through, boys. What do we got for consensus plays here? Austin fucking Eckler, baby. Let's go. Consensus plays, we got the uh, the Sabres, plus 170. Thor's going to like that one. We have the uh, Lightning Canadians over 6.5, minus 112. Islanders, minus 130. Uh, Desert Dogs, minus 110. Then we're all on the Avs in one way or another, whether rather regulation or money line or some sort of total. And the, and the Flyers. Right. I thought there was... I thought there was more than that, but okay, whatever. Um, all right, we're going to move down to our lock dogs and totals here for the November 7th games here. Uh, sorry, I was just watching my boy Cameron Dicker hit the pole. Uh, for current standings, I'm 10 and 8. I'm up 1.26 units. that's updated. Yeah, that's not updated. Oh, okay. Well, then fuck the standings. We'll get to that next show. Forget about it. Uh, I'm going to kick us off here, though, for my lock. I'm taking Winnipeg Jets minus 130 on the money line versus St. Louis. Uh, I absolutely think the Jets just beat the wheels off this team here. I don't understand why this line's minus 130, so I'm going to be all over it. Uh, for my dog, you know, we're fading anti-ranta here, and you should too. Buffalo money line versus Carolina, plus 170. Yeah, that's fucking crazy talk here. I know the Canes are good. Timo Teravainen's having himself a good year too. Um, and then uh, for my total, Colorado, New Jersey, under 6.5, minus 115. I know these guys are against it, but I actually like it with Colorado getting shut out the past three out of four here. A couple of the big dogs out here for New Jersey. Uh, I'm hoping this one goes under 6.5. All right, and for me, my lock here, huh? Islanders, minus 130 at home against the Wild. I think they're they a you know, slightly better team. Definitely have the advantage in net and home ice there. So, like, minus 130 there. Uh, my dog, I have the Canadians, plus 136 at home against Tampa. Tampa on a back-to-back, you know, after an emotional loss. So I think Canadians can take advantage of Matt Tompkins there in net. And my total is the Flyers team total over three and a half minus 145. Uh, I, th- I thought about going with four and a half. We're just going to stick with three and a half and play it safe, even though minus 145 is a bit juicy for a total. For myself, I got a couple of team totals my uh, myself here with the Red Wings team total over two and a half. For my lock at minus 135 against the – the Rangers, you know, probably know Shesterkins. That's that's what I'm banking on here. Anyway, I think that this line will go um, 
up once it's Jonathan Quick confirmed or uh, whoever else they got. Uh, if they, they call up someone else to uh, be the backup, whatever. Uh, and then my dog is the Coyotes team total over three and a half plus one thirty. I think they can light up the crack and fairly easily. And the total below the. The Lightning Canadians over six and a half minus one twelve. Um, also like the dog here, but I can count on goals with how the Lightning have been playing and uh, with, with their shitty backup in that their, their shitty backup to the backup in that. And uh, with my expectation that the Canadians goaltending regrets at some regresses at some point. So the over six and a half Lightning Canadians. All right, boys, that pretty much wraps it up here. I like that. We got a couple good picks. And you know what? I think we're all going to go three for three in our locked dogs and totals this show. I think we're feeling it. We're overdue. We're going to fucking crush it, yo. We got to get some positivity going up in this bitch. Let's do it. All right. Damn right. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports here. Obviously, we got hockey. Season's been fucking electric so far. It's been an absolute blast. Uh, we got the NFL. Looks like my Chargers are going to hold on to it. Fingers crossed. We should be okay. Uh, we got college football we got nba going on we got fucking i don't know if nascar is happening we got the we got cfl though holy shit saturday big game for the argos against montreal alouettes i'm gonna be working that night which kind of sucks but whatever that's it's a day game so at least i get to watch it and i'll probably won't be able to booze or anything but whatever it's gonna be sweet let's go argos baby so that's gonna be awesome uh go to the sgpm website check out all the articles and shit like that check out ryan's fantasy hockey articles he's banging out weekly those are absolutely sweet uh listen to the other shows shout out uh, mma gambling podcast they got youtube going now much like we're doing there so go show some love you can see jeff fox's ugly mug up there uh i'm just joking he's a cutie it's all good um what else is going on, man? Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, baby. Discord's popping off. We're having a blast in there, dude. People are making money. Like I know we say it, but like people are posting winners in there, man, and we're having a good time doing it. Everybody's chatting it up. That's what we want. That's that's exactly what we asked for. And you know, we're busting each other's balls. We even had a little drunk 22-year-old in there last night having a good time pumping out that whiskey, you know, just sipping whiskey and, and having a blast. That's what we like to see. So shout out our boy uh, Archer in there. That was awesome. Love that kid uh maybe maybe not i don't know whatever uh <laughs> hell yeah so shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you're not making money uh if you want to get in there but you're not you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter where we should have pushed in the right direction you can reach out to the hgp twitter account our uh, social media assistant producer will be in there uh he's been a fucking gamer lately he'll point you in the right direction as well uh or what you can do is you can buy tickets for the new blink 182 tour and when they go to vancouver you'll see joel just first in line because he absolutely loves it yo and when you see him in there with his little cheshire cat shirt you know just you know take off his pants and jacket and all that good shit you know you'll see him be like hey you're told about how you get the discord and he'll be like ah miss you miss you and then he'll tell you how to get in the discord baby <laughs> all right uh, all right make sure you're subscribed to the hockey gaming podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review what are you waiting for give me something to read here at the end of the show instead of uh having to beg for one uh yeah subscribe apple spotify youtube wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. all right sorry distracted bye my name is Tal jenkins you can find me at twitter town underscore jenkins 94 leafs won chargers won bills lost good fucking weekend boys i'm ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r gilbert sop I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me commending the Chargers for uh, two games in a row, winning, winning, um, winning the margin. Not not close wins like they, they usually do. Well, we almost fucked it. We got 
seven points in the second half, and it was basically a fucking defensive touchdown for all the seven sacks I read there. So you're just I know. Yeah, but we've given up five, so we're not doing much better, man. It's been ugly. Uh, All right, thanks for hanging out. Peace.